Hello all, it is finally comics time here on Triple C. I'm Goose, I'm here, I'm about to talk about a beautifully vile and mentally scarring comic book that was written a day at a time all throughout 2020. This book is of course Simon Hanselman's Crisis Zone. If you don't know him, Simon is an Australian independent comic artist who is the mastermind behind the cult classic Megan Mog. Despite essentially having only one comic series, Simon makes Megan Mog and their accompanying cast of recurring characters incredibly versatile and stretching between the relatable grunge of troubled modern life to more fictionalized explorations of the human mind. Simon's comics are definitely not for everyone from a perspective of tolerance for disgust, depravity, and provocation of cringe. If you've never lived with unemployed hedonistic roommates, it can be hard to understand the appeal at times. From the outside it may seem all a game of shock and gross out humor, but at the core of it, Simon's comics are a staring contest with the deepest depths of human behavior. And I think there's merit in that. At the beginning of the pandemic, or the pre-end times as I call it, Hanselman instantly saw an opportunity for creating story against such a volatile backdrop. Every day, Simon would add new panels to his project. New scenarios, new commentary on current events, new relief from the weight of the world. The struggle it must have been to think up new components of the larger storyline each day while being comedically prescient, all while going through the same sensations of apocalyptic living we all shared that year. Crisis Zone in this way actually inspired a lot of my own comics in the last year. There's just so much to admire about his writing in the context of the environment it was written in. Simon handles characters with realistic depth amidst unrealistic sitcomedy that comes with the territory of series like The Simpsons or maybe even Trailer Park Boys. The audience's natural attachment to the anchoring character, Owl, is constantly toyed with as the more rowdy, irredeemable characters like Werewolf Jones somehow maintain moral high ground while breaking laws and neglecting his own children. It is a challenge to feel comfortable reading this comic. The people you want to win never do, and the people you want to lose always push the envelope of what they can get away with and end up on top. Drugs, crime, sexual taboo, uncleanliness, political divide, violence. These are all core tenets of how Simon pulls the reader into a parallel world where those kinds of things don't get covered up or sugarcoated. And they're certainly not glorified either. It's clear that it's all from a point of critique, self-deprecation, and humor in the face of shame. It almost feels like a grieving process for the ways in which the sanctity of personal space, inner peace, and interpersonal respect die a little every day when you have to live with toxic people, decaying surroundings, and vices that grow in their power over you by the minute. To me, Crisis Zone feels like a sky burial for the naive, fictionalized image I had of the world before the pandemic. Last fall, my friends and I actually took a road trip to Seattle to meet Simon at a book signing for Crisis Zone. Meeting someone like Simon, even in a very organized context like that, inherently bonds you to the work that they've made. While we all waited in line on the sidewalk outside of Fantagraphics, Simon was playing noise music and grungy re remixes of early 2000s pop and rock songs 
out of a shitty guitar amp, aggressively controlling the set with a foot pedal. He had prints of his illustrations on newspaper, empty bottles of a hot sauce he produced with a local company a year prior, and other interesting things for sale alongside the book, but he ended up giving us most of those things for free. I can't even remember what we said to each other, I just remember a calm Australian accent. That trip somehow manifested into something that would have fit right in in one of the Crisis Zone story arcs. We didn't intend it to, but I'm sure there was something subconscious there. We stopped in an Arby's somewhere along the freeway and put Kirkland brand whiskey into soda. Minus the driver, of course. On the way in through Tacoma, we got stuck in traffic because of a collision. Bored out of our minds, everyone started just freestyling rap over instrumental beats. Uh, with, a, with a raging car fire ahead of us, uh, people in the cars next to us eventually took notice and started hyping us up and kind of trying to rap with us. Traffic stopped us right underneath an overpass where a few punks were holding an All Lives Matter banner towards the freeway. Everyone who was caught in their line of sight joined together and started heckling them, pointing middle fingers up at them, booing, honking. Once we got into Seattle, we began day drinking again, and someone accidentally dropped the whiskey bottle, sending glass and booze across the width of the back alley we parked in. We stayed in a hostel where we somehow managed to avoid getting kicked out by our neighbors, who undoubtedly had to fall asleep to us laughing at each other's terrible rhymes. We snuck onto the fire escape for a moment to smoke and ran into one of the employees of the hostel. He surprisingly didn't care and instead joined us, clearly awestruck by our behavior. That first night ended with a girl finding us drinking beer in a park, and she spent an hour drunkenly staring us in the eyes and trying to guess our geographical ancestry. She somehow correctly guessed that I'm German-Polish, but incorrectly assumed that one of my friends is Persian. It's incredible none of us got COVID. Reminiscing aside, it's become clear to me that reading a comic like Crisis Zone can feel like a fantastical, exaggerated horror show, but that doesn't make it any less honest. Life is messy, horribly, horribly messy. Story artists like Hanselman are uniquely equipped to destroy ivory towers with their brutality. Many people would call this comic edgy or gross for the sake of being gross. I think that's a weak argument, and an attempted deflection for what that disgust has to say. Whether or not trudging through the depravity of human existence is an enjoyable experience, I can't tell people to enjoy something that they just don't. But enjoyment, especially with something as visceral as this comic, isn't quite a proper metric to use. It may appear like a contrived attempt at just another sitcom comic book, naive and led only by the artist's whims, but it isn't at all. Not even close. Crisis Zone and all of the Megan Mog series are deeply entrenched in the context of their environment and their author. It's certainly valid to not relate to Crisis Zone at all, but like all media, it doesn't need to reach everyone. If you've got the stomach for some of the stuff in here that you may never be able to unsee, 
definitely check out Crisis Zone or any of Simon Hanselman's comics. It sort of feels like meeting someone at a local grunge concert and having them give you their pitch for a revolutionary like animated sitcom that could you know potentially dethrone family guy and i actually mean that as a compliment too anyways uh the next episode will be moving um straight from comics directly to catastrophe um even though this comic was about catastrophe but uh, neon genesis evangelion it's an old anime it is my favorite anime that everyone hates and uh, I'm going to talk about that. This is once again Goose. I'm done talking. Goodbye. <laughs>